Hi, everyone, and welcome to Consumer Watchdog's Rage for Justice Report, our weekly conversation about the current issues we're exposing, confronting, and changing. Uh, my guest this week is my friend and Consumer Watchdog board member, the formidable Roseanne DeMauro. Hey, Roseanne. Hey, Carmen. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for joining me. Um, it is uh, an unfortunate uh, reason that we've invited you here, but I'm so glad we have your um, experience to talk about um, in this situation. Uh, in California, we have been experiencing months of wildfires from a wildfire season that started much, much earlier uh, than it ever does. The Dixie Fire is now the second largest in the state's history, and it's been burning for two months alone and just forced new evacuations. Um, and we want to talk about that situation, what should be done in the state, what isn't being done to respond to wildfires, to protect the state, to protect homeowners, um, but uh, specifically about what happens uh, to homeowners when they experience the tragedy uh, of a wildfire. And I guess I should first of all just say that, you know, our hearts go out to folks who are living through these fires who have been evacuated, who are currently or recently evacuated, those who lost their homes. Um, the whole state is thinking about you, but you know about that experience firsthand, Roseanne. You live in the North Bay where one of the biggest uh, fire complexes tore route through Napa County just a few years ago. I, I do. I mean, I, you know, I've had the unfortunate um, well, the unfortunate circumstance to be evacuated three times so far. And you know what's interesting is I've had this, we've had property up here forever. We lived in the Bay Area, but then um, we ultimately retired here. But we we had property forever and there was never an issue. And then suddenly, you know, in the last several years, uh, there was these continuous issues. And I mean, first of all, you have to address climate, the climate crisis. You can't just say these things happen in a vacuum. They happen in that context. I mean, the, we have droughts, we have, you know, I mean, hurricanes, we have, I, we have just, I mean, just horrendous things happening everywhere and the fires are one of them and they're, they are unbelievable. I mean, they're seriously unbelievable. We, I, I think we still have PTSD, quite frankly, from the fire that happened last year because we live, um, where our house is is in the hills of Napa and it overlooks the lake and we're kind of on a peninsula. There's water on the, on both sides. Well, you know, far away, but water on both sides. And um, I, I, I think we had the false assumption that that water would be a barrier, but what you, what you come to realize is wind is everything. And I mean, it's, it's just fundamentally everything. So it can carry embers, as we're seeing in the Dixie Fire and the Caldor Fire and all fires. It can carry embers for, you know, two miles. And 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 there's two, basically two different types of fires, and I've watched them both. Um, I mean, I've experienced two different types of fires. One is a, a more of a grass fire, which was what we had in uh, Napa County last year, the massive fire that destroyed so many homes in Napa County and Solano County, well, and the counties all around. And then there's, uh, the year before that was the, um, I'm blanking right now in terms of what that, the fire that started in Napa, and that was a middle of the night fire. And that was, that was uh, a crown fire, they call them. I'm becoming, Carmen, I'm becoming there's like so many fire, fire names, expert. right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, God. So a crown fire basically is where the winds get into the trees and it jumps. 
And so you get a, a fire that jumps from tree to tree to tree. And so, you know, th these, raise, these raise very serious questions in terms of how we plan our forests, how we plan our living, you know, what, uh, boy, I'll tell you, and then clearing the properties and, you know, clearing the forests. I mean, clearing the forests as you can clear a forest, but having really kind of an intelligent approach to, you know, getting rid of dead trees and um, not... The right wing is seizing upon this and trying to do basically forest strip mining, as they always do in terms of deforestation. Um, and so th the politics of this get horrendous as well, because you can see in the, the current um, debate in California, the, the Republicans who are trying to remove Gavin Newsom as governor um, are trying to blame him for the forest fire, not the you know, <laughs> not the incredible lack of responsibility of most legislators for letting the climate crisis and uh, kind of a proactive approach to how we view our Earth, uh, yeah, into consideration. And so there's just, I mean, it's such a complex discussion, frankly. It, it started out simple. You know, I can tell you from my personal experience and stop me anytime, obviously. Um, you know, we were watching the fire that last year's fire. I'll just do last year. The, the, uh, well, let me let me do the first, the, the Napa fire that started two years ago and the, the year before the 2019 fire. Right, and because that that's the one that actually reached your property, right? Pardon me? That's the fire that actually reached your property, right? No, the, that was the fire the year before that almost reached our property. But it started in the hills of Napa at 3 in the morning and, and I mean, way far away from us. And, and then we could smell smoke in the house. It's like, And then we looked out our windows on Atlas. Oh, it's called the Atlas Peak Fire, actually. It was a Napa fire and burned. Oh, it really burned Napa. Um, and Napa is an incredibly beautiful place. But we could watch that fire. I mean, you become like an observer of fires and you can... Pretty much. I mean, I've watched them east, west, <laughs> north, south now. Um, but watching that fire and the winds, the enormous winds, and you think nothing, and this is what I imagine the people at the Caldor Fire and the Dix Fire are experiencing, nothing can get in the way of this. It is it's an act of nature. It's like a hurricane. It's a, it, it has the proportions and magnitude of a hurricane watching it because the wind's carrying it, and it's got a lot of places to go. It it's, you know, it's destructive. It's, it's crazy. So that fire we watched, we were evacuated, um, but it didn't get to our property. The last year's fire is the one that ultimately breached our property, yeah. Well, and, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned hurricanes a couple times, and we are really in the midst of a catastrophic summer across the country. I mean, California is experiencing these in crazy wildfires, um, that just keep going. I mean, we've had two fires breach the Sierras this summer, which has never happened before. The right, East Coast right. just experienced the massive flooding um, from Ida. Um, her tornadoes and hurricanes at the same time, which created all sorts of havoc. The entire center of the country is going through a massive 100-plus uh, degree heat wave that won't let up. And this is all, you know, tying back to the changing climate that, as you said, our political leaders are refusing to address. Um, and, you know, that's one yeah. of the things that is the elephant in the room that nobody really thinks about when it comes to homeowners insurance and, you know, um, the, the challenges that consumers face when they live through a fire and then all of a sudden have to start worrying about 
Will it be able to afford my insurance? Uh, will my insurance be canceled? Maybe you can talk a little bit about your experience sure. with that, Roseanne. Well, first of all, I can talk about it from, I've, I've, I've been fortunate that I've had, um, we have USAA, and I will say that that insurance company has been pretty much seamless to work with. My, you know, they have been responsive. They, in fact, they drove me crazy. I will say we were evacuated, and I think they called me while we were evacuated. Oh, wow. They, uh, it was, and they wouldn't stop calling to say, what can we do? What can we do? And they praised us because we had, we had massive mitigation and mitigation, I will say is the reason now there's the responsibility of the homeowners and the insurance companies should cooperate with homeowners and put, this is like preventative medicine. You do it in advance. So, so mitigation, you clear around your house. You don't have wooded things laying around your house or dead things laying around your house with us. What we used is a tremendous amount of, um, decomposed granite, a lot of aloes, a lot of prickly pears have been a savior in terms of one whole wall of fire that it held back, which was really wonderful. Prickly pear cactus, they're very large. They held that fire back on one wall. It's kind of its own story. Napa Valley Register wrote about it the other day. But, um, well, the, so that's, uh, let me just ask you a little bit more about that because that's a really sure. important point. So this question of um, what can we do to prevent, uh, to protect our homes? Mitigation is a huge important step, whether it's, you know, changing the tiles on your roof or um, the area around your home. Like you said, I love the idea of a, of a cactus wall protecting your home. Um, but but uh, critically, USAA is one of the insurance companies, one of the few insurance companies in the state that actually gives homeowners discounts for mitigation steps like that on their property. And That's good to know because I haven't asked them for a discount. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's really important because, you know, we hear time and again stories from homeowners who say, you know, I put $10,000 into a clearing brush and cutting down dead trees and, you know, even sprinklers and closing vents. And my insurance company still canceled me. They didn't that care really about those outrageous. steps. See, and ultimately, so I live on, there's a street below our house down below our house. Now on that street, and I sent Jamie a video of this, Jamie Court. And um, what you'll see is some houses were saved and some burned up and you can watch it in process. It's a video. What what's interesting and again is mitigation. I mean like did people have things laying out on the front that would catch on fire that catches something else on fire? And the other thing is what's around the trees. Now here I would say and I was um, actually going to call the PUC this week. The so PG&E came out and had to reinstall all of the electrical lines following the fire. And then I was just looking at this the other day, and every one of those electric, electric poles are the poles for the electric lines. There's still brush around them. And so hmm. why, if they would put rock around them, then they wouldn't catch on fire that burns the lines down. It goes on and on and on and on. And on. It cuts our electricity. So there should just be something in terms of mitigation. They should have mitigation around PG&E poles. I mean, that's easy. That's just rock. You can just have rock and then spray it, and then you're done um, around a telephone pole. Uh, and and they don't. And so, I mean, just the pre-planning. Uh, and I have asked everybody who has ever come to my property, which has been many, many PG&E trucks, given the fact that we had to redo the entire power system up here after the fire, um, to put something around the poles because then the poles won't catch on fire. I mean, that's simple, right? That's simple, straightforward. And that's on PG&E um, or the PUC. 
But um, in terms of the insurance companies, they were brutal to so many people. They're just brutal. Here you are. You're, th you're most vulnerable. In many cases, the only place people have ever known the other people, the only place people have to live, they've lost their home. They've lost all their belongings. They've lost their life, essentially, in terms of how they had to find it. And then you get the brutality of these horrendous insurance companies. And, yeah, there needs to be extreme regulation on them to, to basically... You have insurance, you know, it's, you don't have insurance when you don't. To, so the insurance companies are only good usually if you don't need them. When you need them, then all of a sudden they can turn on you. And Consumer Watchdog has done a phenomenal job of turning it back on them. But um, So you know all of that. But here, so I saw the personal, I mean, the sadness and the horror, just the horror. I've lost my home. I've lost everything. And now my insurance company, I can't rebuild. My insurance company is only giving me half of what my policy was worth. They won't give me that. I mean, like literally kind of pleading and begging with your insurer and then getting canceled if, if you if you didn't lose your home. Um, it's, they can be, there, there has to be some extreme regulations in terms of if you pay for a product, you have to produce. I mean, that's just... It's outrageous. So, you know, it's something Something has to be done. They were really, again, many insurance companies were horrendous with my neighbors. And, you know, USAA, like I said, you know, was fine to work with. Um, but so far. Um, but they also, you know, they also came out afterwards and to assess the property in terms of mitigation. And they just, you know, they praised me. They said, oh, my God. They praised us. You know, this is like this is like how you do it. So we had our trees cleared, you know, eight feet up. So there's no there's no low branches. We had every kind of natural, you know, volcanic rock, decomposed granite, rock, plants, anything that can hold a fire back, and it did. And so what happened was, so you'll see in a video that I had sent. We had a massive ring of fire. Everyone kept calling me because we were evacuated and saying your house burned down because the wall of fire was so extreme. It was 200 feet high, I think someone said. It, well, it looks like it in the video, too. And it was it burned so hot that lavender plants, it didn't breach them, but the, the, the it was combustible. So the oils from the lavender plants actually combusted and burned the lavender plants. That's how hot it was. Wow. That was not, not, in, not in the fire, but inside of the perimeter of the fire. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it, that's the house because of mitigation was untouched. It was perfect. Well, it's um, those um, it's those kinds of mitigation efforts that is kind of the just the most obvious uh, knee jerk lowest hanging fruit response, like policy response to the fires, in order to protect homeowners. Right. What we need in the state is a mandate that says if homeowners mitigate the risk of fire, then they, one, deserve a discount, two, deserve the protection that their insurance will not be non-renewed. Um, insurance companies shouldn't exactly. have the leeway. Right. They shouldn't no. have the leeway to cancel you if you did all the right things. Yet that's the situation we're in, in, in today in California. And, you know, we've been working on for the last year a regulation at the Department of Insurance on this very topic that is, you know, right now going nowhere fast. And we're in the middle of a very weird political time right now, but it is time to get that kind of protection for consumers on the books. A hundred percent. I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, literally, you can protect your home, you can protect yourself, and the insurance companies shouldn't be able to to cancel you if you're if you're a responsible homeowner. 
So maybe we can um, take a step back and look at a, a bigger picture question because it's a it's something that everyone doesn't think about but is so absurd to me and and people really scratch their heads when when you mention it and it's the fact that uh, the insurance industry is really playing both sides here because number one. They are responsible for paying for the damage of wildfires. When a fire hits your home, they're the ones who have to step up and pay out for the damages. And of course, as you said, sometimes they do the right thing and sometimes they nickel and dime consumers to death and don't pay out the benefits that they promise. Um, they're claiming poverty because of these fires that, you know, I they. Know. That's, how, that's so outrageous. It's so I outrageous. Mean, there are, oh my God, there are billions of homes you know i mean like literally that they that they insure and you have i mean look if you i mean i know the magnitude of the caldor fire and the dixie fire are horrible and i know when you lose your house it's a horrendous thing but i think what is it 700 homes only have been lost in that you know the, the largest the largest some of the largest fires in history and that in these fires of 2021. It's pretty That's remarkable. All, I mean, and everyone is important, but it's beyond remarkable. They're, the insurance companies aren't victim. How many, how many homes were saved? I mean, that's just, I mean, and literally for the legislators to act sympathetic to the poor insurers that are making, I mean, profit hand over fist. Oh, they're not, you know, let's look at their profits. Did they actually, did their profits decrease? And if so, how much and does it matter because of the enormous amount of of money that they make? And so, yeah, I mean, they're they're completely that's their job. Their job is to insure us, not to just take our money. That is their job. And you also say you said something really interesting that, you know, they're playing the victim. But what they really are is the culprit. Because at the same time that the insurance industry is supposed to be uh, protecting us or, or, you know, paying uh, when we suffer these catastrophic losses, the insurance industry is also insuring the very fossil fuel projects and pipelines and infrastructure that is causing the exacerbation of climate oh, exactly. change. Exactly, a hundred percent. It's like really, okay. I mean, so where's our, you know, where's our progressive legislators in California, for example? Why aren't they? Why aren't they saying, you know, you're invested in the things that are destroying the climate that's causing? This is just, I mean, it's so it's so transparent that they don't and they won't look at it. Absolutely, it's, just, it's disgusting. No, I mean, literally, they should they should pull everybody who's ever lost anything to an insurance company into these hearings and not. You want to feel sorry for someone. It's like people who've lost everything, and then their insurance companies cut their throat as they're as they're suffering. That's what. That's who they should be listening to. So, time for the insurance industry to get out of the fossil fuel business. Time for the insurance industry to start insuring the homeowners that do the right thing. Um, time for stronger protections out of the state legislature and the state department of insurance for homeowners who need better protections in the state of California. 100%. Well, thanks so much, Roseanne, uh, for giving me the time, telling us about your experience. I know um, it mirrors what so many folks are going through right now across the state, so really appreciate you talking about it. Yeah, it's really, it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch. You know, you see the fear and the suffering and the, I mean, and like their, their life's uprooted and, and, what they need is what the insurance company should be doing is helping them rebuild their life, not destroying it further. Calling you every uh, 15 seconds like your parent, your insurance company apparently did. <laughs> uh, so they did. 
they did they, they really wouldn't leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh well thanks again Roseanne. Um, You're welcome. For anyone looking for advice um, feel free to reach out to us through our website at consumerwatchdog.org if we can we'll help you out with uh, tips uh, on how to deal with the aftermath of a fire and Thanks to everyone for tuning in. As always, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carmen Balber, and this has been the Rage for Justice Report. <laughs>